Hello and welcome to this edition of Community Connections. I'm your host, Chuck Curlin. Today, we are connecting with NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness right here in Montgomery County. And with us is the Executive Director, Abby Grasso. Abby, welcome to the program. It's so good to be here. Thanks, Chuck. Well, Abby, the first question right off the bat, what is NAMI and how did you get involved with it? So NAMI is the National Alliance on Mental Illness, as you said. And the great thing about NAMI is it's a three-tiered organization. Our national office in the U.S. is in um, Arlington, Virginia, and we have a state office that supports all local affiliates. So we have the great honor of being the Montgomery County affiliate, and our affiliate works to provide support, education, and advocacy for anyone impacted by mental illness or a mental health condition in our county. And you being the executive director, what are some of your responsibilities? I have a great, I, I love my job. I have a great privilege that I really get to help hold people up in times that they um, may be struggling, but also on the other side of that, um, give them hope and see them come through the struggle to live their best life, whether they're a family member supporting a loved one or someone living with a mental health condition. Now, how long have you been involved with NAMI? So I've been with NAMI about two and a half years. Um, I've been in mental health for almost 20. And it's interesting, you know, I think um, sometimes our, our journeys bring us places that we didn't expect to be. And I've worked um, a lot of different um, jobs in mental health as far as getting to support people through a mental health crisis in an inpatient hospital. Um, I've done BHRS work, which is when you go into a young person's home and work with themselves and their family mm -hmm. um, if they're struggling, um, outpatient. So I, I really believe that everything I've done has gotten me to NAMI. Um, you know, sometimes when you're working in, in a system such as mental health or something else in any industry, you can see little cracks and you can see things that maybe need to be fixed um, or changed right. uh, for the better. And at NAMI, because of who we are as an advocacy organization, um, it allows us to tackle some of those things that maybe need to be changed in our system. As an as an executive administrator or director, uh -huh. are you still hands-on or do you still look from above and sort of direct? So again, why I love my job is because it's very much hands-on. Okay. Um, I chair different committees that I get to work with people every day living their best life with a mental health condition. Um, I, you know, I grew up and everything good happened around their kitchen table growing right. up. And funny enough, NAMI started around a kitchen table in 1977 in Montgomery County. And it started out by family members saying that our loved ones need and deserve more than they have um, for their mental health conditions so mm -hmm. that they can live well and that families can be supported. Because like anything, anybody that's a caretaker and is watching their loved one go through something, um, it can be overwhelming and scary and sometimes it's hard to hold that hope on a day-to-day -day basis. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, NAMI is really about bringing not only individuals that are impacted or living with a mental health condition support, but also the family so that they know they're not alone. And, and one wonderful thing we do is a lot of our programs, if not all of them, have a component of a peer aspect. So family members from the very beginning mm -hmm. are getting to talk and work with families that have gone through many of the maybe crises or situations that they themselves find new in their life and they get to see somebody on the other side. That's pretty neat. Uh, are a lot of psychologists or, psych or psych psychiatry or psychologists involved? So NAMI is really about individuals and families. We have, um, we have a great strong office in Montgomery County. I'm the only full-time and then we have um, 
part-time employees that coordinate the office and run our support line. Mm -hmm. We have a development coordinator that supports us in fundraising activities because all of our programming is totally free. So someone can get involved in as much or as little as they'd like, but everything is free. So our fundraising efforts are really important to the stability of our programming. Um, And then we have um, some other support staff and we have a youth coordinator that helps with our youth programming. So um, psychologists and psychiatrists, clinical social workers, marriage and family therapists, the whole gamut um, could be part of membership or also great community partners. You know, I think sometimes when people come to us at NAMI, they don't really know where to start. Right. Because when we're going through something new, it can feel overwhelming and kind of where do I start kind of thing. Um, So I look at us as a really strong connector because of our partnerships in the community, um, because of families that have been with us for years and they think, oh, I, you know, I've gone through this. Let me help and support other families. So I think that's a huge piece of us is being able to connect families with either our programming through support groups or education classes, or to say that if your family's in crisis, you could call Montgomery County Mobile Crisis. Or if you um, have lived through a suicide or your family has been impacted by suicide, join me at the Suicide Prevention Task Force meeting. Um, Community Support Program is another wonderful program that's Mm -hmm. in Montgomery County for individuals living with mental health challenges or conditions. Mm -hmm. So that's something that we're connected to. So all of those connections help us find the right place for families and individuals when they might need some extra help. So you're in constant communication with coordination with a lot of these groups, especially here in Montgomery County. Oh, absolutely. And we're really very, very blessed and lucky in Montgomery County to have a strong system and even stronger partnerships. So if our system's lacking something, those partnerships, I think, are really good at allowing us to, again, advocate and have conversations about what we may need to better serve individuals in our community. Now, I know you mentioned uh, that you have a crisis hotline. Is we that do. in conjunction with other organizations or is that just That's your own? just for NAMI. Oh, wow. So NAMI National offers one and we, um, again, having a small, small but mighty staff, we'll say yeah. it that way. Um, in having our small but mighty staff at Montgomery County, NAMI, we have a uh, support line that people can call 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. And we call it a warm line. It's not a crisis line. But if people are looking for information, um, sometimes family members will call and share a story about their loved one and say, I just don't know where to turn. So we have a wonderful staff that mans that line. And dependent upon the needs of the caller, Sometimes I help out with the calls and sometimes we'll refer them out to other agencies that might best suit their need. So you're really hands-on when you're manning the, the, the crisis line as well. That's and pretty And I love it because really, you know, I, I, I laugh a lot and I, laughter is a wonderful way to handle, right. you know, adverse situations. But making connections with people and helping people live their best life is what NAMI is all about. And I feel like it's a privilege every day that I get to hold people up and help people find with my staff because I couldn't do it without them, but finds some hope and help. So you've been in your current position for two and a half years. Mm -hmm. Were you with NAMI just for two and a half years? So you came in from the outside? Totally came in from Uh, the outside. I was gonna say, what was that, um, what was the relationship like with the staff that was already in place? Was it a a good match right off the bat? Or is there any uh, um, butting of heads? Some people actually retired. Um, We had had a, a changeover, but I think that it's helped us grow. Um, and we have just we have a really strong staff right now that are all really committed to our mission. 
And, you know, when you think about our mission to support, educate, and advocate, it's, it's pretty clear. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ways that we do that are inspiring. And sometimes you get creative and sometimes you figure other ways to handle things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's about really meeting people where they're at. And sometimes in those bad days, we all just need somebody to listen. Yes. Because sometimes there's no words to say, this is going to be better. Because I can't promise a family or an individual that it's going to be better tomorrow. Mm-hmm or next week, right? but I can let them know that we're gonna be there to support them through it. Right, no promises, but Never. we'll be there when you need us. Exactly. Abby, as we went to break, you told us a little bit about the history and the background mm-hmm. of NAMI. I guess what I'd like you to share now is some of the activities or projects that you might have coming up that might entice one of our viewers to get involved. Absolutely, well, we like to keep busy at Montgomery County NAMI. Um, as I said, our uh, mission is support, educate, and advocate. So as I talk about some of the things going on, I'll break it out with our mission statement. Um, our education programs are a family-to-family class, and that's happening right now. We offer that in the spring and the fall, and that allows family members, friends, or caregivers of uh, loved ones, of mental that their loved one has a mental uh, health condition, to come in and learn about it, learn how to communicate, learn how to understand a little bit different. But it's, um, it's a 12-week course. And it's a lot of information and a lot of families are able to connect and, and really find empathy and sympathy together um, in some of their struggles. We also offer um, a youth program called Ending the Silence that has kicked off, uh, kicked off last year. Uh, so far this year, we have worked with just about 5,000 youth in Montgomery County. Wow. It's offered in a classroom setting at school. Um, and it allows us to go in and talk about mental health conditions, bring awareness to mental health conditions. But more importantly for me is where do our youth go to get help? So we're giving them resources nationally and locally to know where they can get help for themselves, a friend or a family member. And lastly, we talk about stigma. Mm-hmm. Mental health still has a very large stigma attached to it. Um, and we wanna get that word out that mental health is no different than physical health. Right. Uh, We also have a different program called Say It Out Loud. And again, that's about engaging youth to have an open conversation about mental health. Let's talk about anxiety. Let's talk about depression and figure out what are our perceptions of it? How do we support people with it? And where can we get help? Again, it's that that knowing where the resources are before we may need them. Right. Um, In addition, we have a program called In Our Own Voice, which is again, like um, ending the silence, impactful in sharing and bringing awareness to mental health conditions. The one thing that I love about both Ending the Silence and In Our Own Voice Mm -hmm. is that you have individuals who are brave and amazing sharing their story and their journey of mental health diagnoses, treatment and recovery and how they're living well today um, to give hope to other people and to let them know that you can get through this and, and you know, I'm here as a support to help you do that. One of our most highly um, attended programs are our support groups. So in Montgomery County, we offer four family support groups a month. And at this point, two connections, which would be a Mm -hmm. peer-to-peer support group. So these are about an hour and a half in duration. They're confidential. They're facilitated by a trained NAMI volunteer who, again, has that lived experience and can connect with people in a really wonderful way of sharing support, offering hope and help. I'm curious because you, you were mentioning one of the programs you go into the local high schools to mm-hmm. talk about mental illness. Uh-huh. And, uh, what is that experience like? Because I'm curious to how a high school 
mind would take on all this because obviously you mentioned anxiety there's there are mm -hmm. kids that suffer from anxiety and depression because things might not be going the way they perceive them on your on i guess your experience is what is it like when you go into that situation do you feel the connection when you're totally i i actually um we have a youth coordinator but again as you said you know i i'm a, a i wear many hats Pass. and i love that connection with people so going in and getting to share ending the silence with sophomores, juniors, seniors in high school, getting their perception is so helpful for us to know how to reach youth. But after every presentation, we have at least one youth come up and say, thank you, this is the life I'm living and I just needed to know I wasn't alone. Mm -hmm. So it's that that keeps you going to know that, you know, you can have a hundred people in an audience, right? but it matters who you connect with. And if one person in that gym class or education, you know, English class that's participating in our programming gets that connection and, and hears something. We have wonderful key tags that we give out. Mm -hmm. And I live in Abington Township and I was shopping on a Saturday and this young man said, hey, Abby. And I was like, oh man, who is this? <laughs> and um, I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, I forget your name. And he said, no, no, I was just at a, a local high school that you presented Ending the Silence. And it was great. And I, you know, we were talking about his interaction and what he thought. And he's like, the stories were cool. And, you know, I was thankful for resources, but I didn't think I was going to need them. And the hope is nobody ever needs resources for a mental health crisis or a physical health crisis. But he said, two weeks ago, I had to call mobile crisis because my friend shared they were suicidal. And because of that presentation, I knew where to go. Wow. So those are the things that we're looking to give people. Right. Yeah, because like when you mentioned the anxiety and the and the mental illness, sometimes self medication comes into play, and I think that's very prevalent in that in that age group right mm -hmm. now with what's available. And I'm sure you're well aware of seeing that with the things that are out on the market. Mm -hmm. And instead of reaching out to a professional to get guidance, they try to take it upon themselves. Is is that a fair assessment? I think that happens for some youth. I think um, for other youth, they don't feel understood. And, you know, sometimes they're judging themselves, is, is this normal? So is this development? Is this normal? Am I just really mad at my parents and I'm failing a test right now? Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's about opening those conversations up, Chuck, because some youth shared with us, you know, it's an engaging presentation. Right. And some youth shared, my parents and my family don't believe in mental health conditions. They think I'm just being dramatic. Yeah. So it's really kind of teaching and empowering youth to advocate for themselves and to say, you know, I need you to hear me differently, or this is what I'm experiencing and it's impacting my life in this way. That makes sense. Yeah, because I, I was reading a, an article in reference to anxiety. Mm -hmm. A lot of smoking is started, especially at, at the high school level, because of that anxiety. And they're trying to do something to mask it, to calm them down because they have no idea or how to control it. And we're looking to help them not start smoking or use something reckless or could be an unsafe coping skill, but give them things to fill their toolbox that they feel supported and encouraged and really empowered to mm -hmm. say, yeah, I might struggle with anxiety some days, but I'm okay, I can, I can manage this. Yeah, no, that's very good. That, and, and they could call the hotline as well. Do, Absolutely. Do a lot of them go online and check the website out or do you get the phone calls? Uh, what do you seem to get more, I more think of? That we still get more phone calls, but there's definitely been a rise to our website and we have a great contact us button on the website that people can go on and ask for individual presentations. We started doing great, great things with companies for employees to learn about mental health awareness in the workplace. 
Um, we have faith communities reaching out to ask for us to come out and talk about mental health with their faith, faith community. So if people are in need of one of our programs that we offer, or if they say, well, I really would love this, get online, go to our website, contact us and put in what they need and we'll do our very best to get that done for them. Yeah, because you're talking a lot about the different activities. Some of the people that you work with, um, what are some of their challenges? Obviously being the executive director, you must hear it all. And are they happy? Are they seem to be following suit on what your goals are for this organization? I think everybody's, we're all driving the same bus, which is oh, really great. Um, our board of directors is unbelievably supportive and creative in leading our affiliate. Mm -hmm. um, our board of directors is comprised of individuals that live with a mental health diagnosis, family members that have supported their mental, loved one's mental health, uh, professionals, community members, um, and they're just a dynamic, really, really great group of people. And then their direction allows myself and the rest of the staff to really put forth our goals and reaching people. That's pretty good. And youth coordinators, are they people that are volunteers or are they someone that work directly for the organization? So the currently that is a, a, that's a very small part-time position, mm -hmm. but the really great thing about NAMI, as I shared about the programs that we offer and the mm -hmm. support groups, all of those programs are volunteer. Oh, fantastic. So we have about 70 people on our volunteer roster, if you will, or, or staff, you know, staff list. Mm -hmm. um, and those volunteer positions create over when they look at the hours that they put in, they're putting over a, almost two, two full staff. So NAMI would not be able to manage without the support, knowledge, expertise, and just caring of our volunteers. For someone watching the program, I guess the big question is, how would they get involved in the services? Or if, even if they wanna be a part of it, how would they go about doing so? So Chuck, we know that one in four people are impacted by a mental health condition in the, in the United States. Mm -hmm. And we have 800,000 people in Montgomery County alone. And I know that's numbers rising on an annual basis. So we wanna impact as many lives as we can for the better to help them know they're not alone, to help them know that there is help and hope for their life in living with a mental health condition. So one way somebody could get involved with us is become a member. Through membership, they get to be a part of impacting somebody's life in a great way through NAMI. It also is really helpful for us in our advocacy efforts and call to actions to um, help legislators understand how big NAMI is and how many people are impacted by a mental health condition. So membership is always a great way. You can go to our NAM, NAMI Montco PA website. That's www.namimontcopa.org mm. and you can join right on the website. Um, another amazing way is to volunteer. So I shared in the earlier segment that a lot of our programs are facilitated and run by NAMI trained volunteers, but there's always ways to get involved. We have a huge, um, our biggest annual fundraiser, it's one of my favorite days of the year, is our annual uh, Greater Philadelphia NAMI Walks. Mm -hmm. And it brings together people from all areas of life in every way you can imagine, family members, community stakeholders, Four-legged friends are also invited oh, nice. um, at Montgomery County Col Community College. And we walk for mental health. So it's a 5K awareness event that people uh, come to and we celebrate recovery and break stigma that day. So that's a huge way to get involved. And we, you know, we all often need volunteers to help set up for that. Um, but volunteers are used in a lot of different ways. 
Um, so volunteering is a way to give back. Membership is a way to give back or get involved. Um, but sometimes getting involved is advocating for yourself. So you also have somebody that can call our support line and that's 215-361-7784. And as I said earlier, that's available Monday through Friday from nine to three. You don't get a, a machine, you get a live NAMI, right. live NAMI person. Um, and you know, we'll be there to support you through what you might need in your call. So I'm watching this program. That's why I'm saying I'm at home, maybe sitting here and picking up bits and pieces and I want to be an AMI volunteer. What should I expect? Like, what am I going to expect that when I make that move to call or sign up on the internet? That's a great question because knowing what we're getting into is often helpful. Right. So um, initially you'll fill a volunteer application out to let us know what your time, talent and treasures would maybe allow you to provide to us at the NAMI office. Mm -hmm. um, perhaps you wanna get involved in running a connections peer-to-peer -peer support group. That all would be inclusive on the application. After that application comes back, you have a really low-key, very laid-back interview with myself and our office coordinator who helps to oversee the volunteers. And we talk about what kind of match um, you volunteering for NAMI would be, what your interests are, because we want a volunteer to really be inspired and, and like being with us. So right. that work as a volunteer um, at NAMI is important to make sure it's a good connection and a good match. Yeah, because I, I, what was going through my mind is that there's a number of colleges and universities in this area, mm -hmm. students that might be majoring in psychology. This might be a good opportunity for them to get their feet wet in their career goals while they're in school. Is that something? Absolutely, absolutely. Volunteers of all ages. We've had um, 11 and 12 year olds come into the office and oh, help wow. organize closets. Um, we've had, you know, 70 year olds come in and lead groups. So we are inclusive of every of everybody. And uh, we just, it's about connection and, and finding a place together to really live that mission to support, educate and advocate people. Yeah, for people. And, and you had a good point. That'd be fascinating to have a senior, especially a senior citizen, because they could share their experiences that could really calm and soothe somebody who might need some, mm -hmm. some attention. They've also seen things throughout changes for the mental health system um, that we haven't seen. Um, That's true. So that it's really, it's that multi-generational aspect is very, very special. Does NAMI um, get involved? Like for instance, someone's someone's called the NAMI hotline, they might have a mental illness, they're mm -hmm. going, they're now say taking medication for that. Mm -hmm. Are they involved in how the medication is working on the patient? Um, do they contact the, the professional who's administering it? The, are there, is there any type of like, I guess, conferences that go along with it, I guess is a good way. So we it. don't offer any clinical support at NAMI, which would be therapy, medication management, we are here as kind of an, um, an extra support. It was great. I was meeting with uh, some police officers and he said, so you guys are the accessory to treatment. Gotcha. So I loved that, that kind of way to think about it because accessories can make somebody really like an outfit or tie pins or whatever their accessory they're going to use, but it can enhance what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And we're here to enhance somebody's treatment or somebody's family experience um, to give them extra support. And that, you know, that one-on-one -on -one peer, we've lived through this right. and we, we can help you get to the other side part. Yeah. So now that you've been involved in two, two, year, two and a half years mm -hmm. with the organization, have you looked at goals saying, all right, this is what I want to accomplish, say, in the next five? 
I think it's really about impacting people and touching lives to help people have hope and know that they can live a really good life with a mental health condition. You know, I, I take acid reflux medicine on a daily basis. I live a really good life because of that. Right. That's it. Somebody that lives with anxiety or depression, maybe they need medication. Maybe they're looking for, uh, you know, a non-traditional therapy or getting involved or mm -hmm. playing in a band. So it's really about connecting people with what's going to work for them. So once again, uh, someone looking for information, wanting to get involved. I know it's important because the program's coming to an end. You want to share any type of media platform that they can get involved with NAMI. How would they go about getting it? So our website, again, is www.namimatkopa.org. That'll shoot you out to all of our social media sites. And our office number or support number is 215-361-7784. There's also an email on our website that you can contact the office with general questions, but that'll link you up to all of our great events, Benefit for the Brain, an annual family picnic, um, and our membership meeting. So all of the great information can be found on our website of how to get involved, programs we offer, and how to find some help. And there are specialized pres presentations involved as well, correct? Absolutely, if someone needs something that they don't find on the website, they can email us and say, this is what I'm looking for, and we'll do our best to tailor it for them or connect them to somebody that already may do that. That is fantastic. So the big one's coming up, you have, you have a number of events planned, everything seems to be all in order for NAMI. I'd like to wish you a lot of success in the future with your organization. Thank you, Chuck. Thanks for having us. Abby Grasso, she is the executive director for NAMI, which is the National Alliance on Mental Illness here in Montgomery County. We'd like to thank you for being our guest. For all of us here at UMGA Television, I'm Chuck Curlin. Thank you for watching.